the last hour I was talking about ESG investing, you know, this whole idea that the um, that all the financial bigwigs want to start taking the uh, investment money they have. And here I'm talking specifically about Larry Fink uh, at BlackRock. And he wants to emphasize climate change, governance, social issues. Basically, ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance issues. They want to start incorporating that into their investing decision-making. In other words, what they're going to put money into. And hopefully, according to them, not me, train people that work for companies to think a certain way. If you think I'm overstating the case, call up. I, I'll take the debate. By the way, this is it's also called socially responsible investing. It used to be called – used to, we used to actually have one called morally responsible investing. I never agree with their moral paradigm, which was kind of funny. I never thought they really had uh, – like they would say I – mean, they would invest in tobacco stocks. And I didn't think tobacco was a morally reprehensible thing. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't see that in the Ten Commandments anywhere. Thou shalt not smoke. Um, but um, so, but so, in some ways, the quote-unquote Christian financial community created this because we created morally responsible investing, and it gave the idea to the more liberal groups: Hey, why don't we have cause investing for all kind of causes? Well, so here's the article. It's called "Larry Fink Defends BlackRock's New Emphasis on Climate Change." What investors need to know. It's written by Leslie Norton, uh, by the way, who apparently keeps she's writing more and more and more of these articles. So she's really an advocate for this. She wants people to hear about this. I found two or three articles by her just by typing in her name. Um, Larry Fink, as I told you earlier, now this is going to get everyone who who, uh, you know, hates conspiracy talk all a dither. But um, Larry Fink is a member of the CFR. He's a member of the Trilateral Commission. This guy is very, very well connected. Uh, when he speaks, you better listen because um, he's telling you it's coming because the the guys who run those kind of think tanks, they produce public policy. They, they don't just debate it. They actually produce it and then push it on Paul and the rest of us. Um, so Larry Fink's recent letters to CEOs and investors were, were certain to press buttons because they dealt with BlackRock's plans to address climate change. Now, my first question right away is, do you really think, do you really think a money manager can – Address climate change. I mean, it's just so ludicrous, right? So, the, so there's a lot of intermediary steps, right? The steps are: can we use the money to invest or not invest, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, in certain operations to force people to think and do certain things? That's how you have to understand what's going on here. Yet the reaction Fink tell. Okay, so I'm gonna skip this paragraph because Fink says he's got a positive reaction from some some of his clients. Whatever. I don't know if he has or not. Here's a here's a paragraph worth mentioning. BlackRock puts climate risk analysis at the heart of its investing process and gives a huge boost to sustainable investing. The world's largest asset manager, so that's BlackRock, aims to double to 150 the number of ESG exchange-traded funds that it offers around the world. So they already have 75 of these things, apparently. They want to go to 150 of exchange-traded funds that have this ESG paradigm in their investing choices. BlackRock will also push companies to report on sustainability metrics and vote against managers that do not make sustainability disclosures. As I said, this is a coercion operation. Are you on the right side of the environmental belief system, the governance belief system, and the social justice belief system? And when I say on the right side, I don't mean really the right side. I mean, are you on the liberal, socialistic, communistic Marxistic side of things. 
I should have said Marxist, I guess. It doesn't matter. Here we go. In the next five years, ESG will be one of the key lenses for how investors look at everything from corporate to country to municipal, Fink says. BlackRock also has plans to withdraw from big thermal coal producers in its active funds. Well, there you go. So we can kill an industry if we want, right? If I don't like what you're doing, I pull my money out, your stock tumbles, your business goes down the tubes, and, um, well, we got rid of some of those nasty people anyway. Good for us. Now, I told you, Fink, for all of his bad connections, actually sounds like almost a voice of reason in all this. Listen to this. I'm going to give you some other quotes in a minute from other people to, so I can so you can fully understand the ESG crowd. But Fink says this, it's not my money. Well, well I ought to stop there. Amen. Hallelujah. You said it, Brista. It's not your money. So just invest it for gain like the people want. But he says this, it's not my money. We can offer an index fund minus these, these meaning the bad clientele. But if a client is giving me a contracted statement, then I have to be in whatever index he wants to be in. BlackRock, as a fiduciary, isn't permitted to say we need to put out of high, put, be out of, sorry, hydrocarbons because I believe in it. It has to be put through a lens of investment risk. So again, to his credit, he's actually admitting, he's giving you a little tip of the hat saying, you know, I'm a fiduciary. I owe someone else a duty and allegiance, faithfulness. That's what fiduciary means. And so he's saying, I'm, I can't run roughshod over what they want me to do. Now, other people don't care quite like Fink does. So he, so he's in the minority here. But at least he acknowledges that. <coughs> Still, he feels compelled to say this. Fink describes himself as, quote, an environmentalist. I personally don't own hydrocarbons. <laughs> I don't own hydrocarbons. Do you drive a car, Fink? I bet you drive a car periodically. Sir, you're owning hydrocarbons inside your gas tank. Do you heat your home, sir? See, but it's just this ludicrous baloney about environmentalism. If you can say something as ridiculous as I don't own hydrocarbons, it makes you a champion. And if you say something evil, like I'm about to say, what's wrong with coal? <laughs> you get run out of town. He admits, quote, no, he admits he isn't personally invested in his company's own ESG ETS. By the way, stop the digital media file right there. What have I told you guys on the True Money Show a million times? If a man will not eat his own cooking, what does that mean? In my industry, that means if you don't invest the way you're recommending your clients invest, then you are a sham artist. You're a, well, in the, in the worst case, you're a liar. In the best case, you're kind of a fraud. Why is Fink not involved in his own funds if he thinks they're so handy-dandy hunky-dory? He admits he isn't personally investing in his own company's ESG ETFs, although he vows to do so this year in his BlackRock's 401k. Well, Lottie friggin' da. Thank you, Mr. Fink. Like I said, this guy actually sounds kind of like a, a um, voice of reason in this crowd, even though I still think he's a bad dude. More people, here's the last paragraph, more people have underperformed because they de-risk, he says. The most important thing you can do for yourself is stay invested and be heavily invested in equities. I couldn't disagree more. This is a constant mantra from these guys. They tell you, buy and hold, buy and hold, stay invested, 100%, never get out, always stay in. Why do you think they're saying that? Because they want 
the large investor class, those little, you know, your dad, your your dad and your mom, my dad, my mom, all the people on Main Street, I, that, that represents probably less than half the market, but still it's a large segment. They want us holding the bag when the market goes to crap. That's why they say it. Okay. Now, I told you I'd give you a few more quotations from, from some of these other ESG lunatics. Um, one of them is uh, Ann Richards, Fidelity International CEO. This is not – I think I think the Ann Richards that was the, pre, the Texas governor has passed away, hadn't she? I don't know. Well, it's not her. But I got this from Bloomberg.com, and there's actually a, seg, a, a section on Bloomberg.com that's called Bloomberg Green. Boy, the green monsters are just out, huh? So Fidelity International CEO um, Ann Richards is one of these guys. Listen to her. This is one of her statements. Asset managers who actively pick stocks are in a better position to engage with the companies they invest in and change their behavior on environmental issues. Did you hear that? It's like it's like they're talking to four-year-olds. They, I have money. I'm in charge of all the money, and I will not give you money, sir, unless you change your behavior. You must change your behavior right now. 